If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 695 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Fade the Public Friday. We have a huge weekend here upon us, but more importantly, happy stay hot, sharp data-driven contrarian betters. Let's go. Another big night last night, guys. 7-2 plus 3.11 units. You love to see it. And the big one there, although every play is one unit, but the big one, the Houston Texans, baby. How about that primetime hazmat play? We were talking about the importance of that kind of buyback on the 14 to 13 half, or really kind of what I called uh, the sharp contrarian line freeze, uh, which was on Houston. I actually had someone, when I tweeted this out, they said, what the F is a sharp contrarian line freeze? So obviously they, they don't listen to the pod, but that's okay. We're always trying to convert new uh, new betters here to uh, to get over to the, uh, you know, usually, it's, usually say it's the dark side. To me, it's the light side. We're the Skywalker side here uh, looking at line movement. And again, uh, looking at how the market is moving and reacting. And again, we're not pros. I'm not a, I'm not a wise guy in terms of, you know, a pro better. A pro better is defined by someone who has no other job. That's their one job. Their their income is defined by uh, winning at sports betting. So, uh, again, we approach a little bit differently. We're market data-driven betters here. Uh, but there are clues in the market that if we are a good, uh, good detective, 
I remember my, one of my favorite shows, True Detective, the first season there with uh, McConaughey and Woody Harrelson is about as good as it gets. But anyway, we're True Detectives because we're looking at the market and looking at clues, looking at percentages. Yeah, tell me percentages are meaningless. Yeah, tell me RLM is meaningless. Okay, and, and the earth is flat as well. But anyway, uh, we can read the market and basically look at where uh, the liability is based on the way the line moves, based on how it doesn't move. And again, that's what we saw here with Houston. To me, why I really liked Houston is the ultimate buy low, sell high. Philly's undefeated. Houston's second worst record in the league. But it was all about the fact that Houston uh, was such a contrarian play and Philly was getting a big majority of bets, yet the books never went to 14.5. That was really notable to me because when you get heavy betting on a favorite like that, typically you're going to go you know, up to 14, 14.5, maybe 15. The fact that it didn't, it never got to the hook, 14.5, despite heavy betting on Philly, told me that the books took a position there. They're saying, you know, we'll take your $5 average Joe Philly bets all day long from Robert De Niro and, uh, and Bradley Cooper there and from Silver Linings Playbook, but we're not going to move that line to the hook because we are actually more concerned about Houston getting the hook with a 14 and a half. So that is a contrarian line freeze. When heavy betting is on one side, yet the line does not go further toward that heavy popular side. So Houston coming up huge for the team. But also just Houston, guys. How about Coastal Carolina? Plus three. You love to see it. What I liked about that one prior to uh, kickoff was that a lot of those books were some, some of them at least were juiced up toward App State, like minus three, minus 115. I'm like, ooh, I got a plus three. You know, this goes to three and a half. That's not good. But then we saw the juice even out. Uh, closer to to, uh, to kickoff here. So then it pretty much closed minus three, minus 110 to App State. So big winner there with Coastal Carolina. I got nervous because Grayson McCall got hurt, uh, but they were able to uh, get a 35-28 win, win outright, plus three Coastal. And then another hockey night grinding, five and two in hockey. Vancouver, Dallas, Winnipeg, VGK, Carolina was a big one. That huge steam on Carolina, plus 125 to plus 100, and an absolutely epic shootout there back and forth with some huge goals uh, to win it there, Sebastian Ajo late. So a good steam move there in hockey. And then LA Calgary couldn't come through for us. But overall, guys, 7-2, and two, plus 3.11 units. Uh, don't let the data-driven, sharp, contrarian betters get hot. Don't let them stay hot. Uh, that's all I'm going to say here, guys. Uh, but anyway, I just want to mention one thing. How about Al Michaels? This guy is unbelievable. You know, back when uh, sports betting before Paspo was overturned in 2018, Al Michaels would always like subtly nod, you know, to uh, to the to the gamblers out there. Now he he's like uh, he's like uh, untamed. He's been uh, let off the leash here because it was unbelievable. I, I tweeted this out uh, based on uh, kind of the, the outcome of the game and teachable moments here. And I always want to mention, guys, like when I tweet out something about like a play that we have that wins, my goal isn't to tout. Again, how can I be a tout if everything I do is free? That always that always is, is funny to me. Oh, you're a tout. Well, I, I charge you nothing. It's free. Everything I do is free. So how can you tout something when you don't get paid for anything? Uh, and then again, also transparency. When you lose, you lose. So the whole point there is when I tweet something out, yes, I'm excited because we all cashed a big, sharp, contrarian bet. But it's more along the lines of teachable moments and putting out data and trying to show reasons why the play we made was the sharp bet and, and obviously came through. And again, sometimes they don't come through. Uh, but again, most of the time, 55 to 60% of the time, they do come through. But I, I listened to it again, and I heard him say it at the time. This was unbelievable because Sirianni, who I remember last year, he went for two and covered a number when he had no reason to. He went for two uh, and cashed the over. It was at 44. He went for two, kind of meaningless. Went to 46. Remember, that total was 45. So it ended up being a, a very lucky win if you took the over and a really rough one if you took the under. But Al Michaels always knows the line. During that, uh, the end of the game, when they're all shaking hands there on the field, he said, uh, we learned that Houston covered and the two-point conversion made a difference to other people. So not only does he know the lines on all the games, but he has a way of, like, 
you know, not like rubbing it in the face of underbetters or giving the overbetters the credit they deserve when maybe they didn't deserve it. Uh, but of course, the total was 45, and and really uh, the outcome there on the total was based upon that two point conversion. So just a, just a nod to our guy Al Michaels. I've always liked Al Michaels, uh, and and it shows again that uh, the guy he knows his gambling. Uh, so maybe he maybe he bets on the side. We shall see. But anyway, guys, a lot to get to today, and I usually say that, and it usually is a lot to get to. I really mean there's a lot to get to today. I have two bets in college football for tonight. I have two bets in the NBA for tonight. I have one bet in the NHL for today. I also have four bets in the UFC biting in the arena. Let's see if we can keep our hot streak going with UFC. I believe we're, what, 8-1 and one our last nine. College football for this weekend, I have three bets that I'm excited to share with you, including an ultimate fade the trendy dog play, another play that I haven't really talked about much during the week, but just saw a really sharp move toward this team, so excited to share that with you guys. And then also four NFL bets for this weekend, including one one uh, one bet here where the hook is out there, and I think we should grab it right now before it falls. I'll also mention this, New Orleans Saints. Saints, baby. Uh, remember Monday night we were talking about Hazmat plus three. I'm seeing some shops down to two and a half or even one and a half or two, so good sign there with money going toward New Orleans. Uh, but a lot to get to, guys, and I'll just throw this at you. College basketball. I was looking at my live odds page, and uh, you know, I, I I noticed here over the last day or so that we're starting to get lines on college basketball. It kicks off uh, on the seventh of November, which is Monday. Uh, so get ready for college hoops, and here's your homework: sign up for a Ken Palm membership. I have no affiliation with Ken Palm. I don't get any buy. I don't get any cut of of of, of telling you to buy it. I have no connection here. But I'm an. I hope you know I'm honest by now. Having dealt with me, whether this is your first pot or. 695th, or maybe you're a, 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 a hangout boy or girl back in the day. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But I hope you know that I shoot straight with you. And I will just tell you, ESPN Hollinger, which is kind of the NBA analytics that we use for free, uh, Ken Palm, Ken Pomeroy. If you've never heard of him, he is the best when it comes to data analytics for college basketball. So it's something I like to use Ken Palm's analytics with the market. And if they both jive in the same direction, that's a good play to get down on. So I believe the membership is 20 bucks for an entire year. And boy, is it worth it. How do you know it's worth it? Because you actually know that it's so good because a lot of the actual like assistant coaches for the college teams actually use the Ken Palm data. Like they, when they're matching up against a team, they'll look at what Ken Palm has for the opponent. Like, Oh, they can't shoot the three or, Oh, they, you know, are terrible, uh, you know, on the boards. Okay. We'll attack them on the boards and we'll, uh, we'll make them shoot threes. Like they actually use the data themselves. That tells you all I need to know about how, uh, how important and how good this data is. But again, I get no cut from Ken Palm. I've never met the guy, but I've been using his data for Jesus. I would say minimum five, six, seven, years at this point and it is really really good so get ready uh get your ken palm membership uh going here get it reactivated and get ready to bet some college hoops starting on monday uh, but a lot to get to as i said guys and seriously a lot to get to uh we talked about all the plays for today two college two nba one nhl four biting uh three college football and four nfl for this weekend but before we dive into all our bets uh again housekeeping as always you know, the Market Insights pod is free. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. The Morning Bets pod is free in the morning as well. Thank you all for waking up early with me uh, and, and talking about some games as we pour a cup of coffee. Uh, but we have so much more to offer at VEASAN when you become a member. So just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, sign up, become a member. You'll get all of our articles behind the paywall. Uh, you'll get all the best bets sent to your email. You'll also get all our actionable pro tips. Uh, and strategies here and betting systems as well as a live stream of all the shows. So that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe, less than 70 cents a day. 
Uh, but if you haven't done it yet, also sign up for the newsletter. That's free. It costs you nothing. You're going to wake up to great sports betting information every day. So that's vsan.com slash newsletter. Uh, in today's newsletter, we talked about uh, the Circa Friday Football Invitational. If you've been following this, it's all like the the pros, uh, the, the pro bettors who are battling for Matty Humans' uh, you know, I don't know, admiration here. Matty Humans is the host. Uh, and he does a great job here with this invitational. So today they profiled uh, Doug Kazarian, uh, who is a guy on um, um, ESPN Daily Wager host. So again, you'll kind of get into all the insights of these different pro betters, how they think. And uh, I'm rooting for my guy, James Salinas, because I used to work with James. He's still at VEASAN, but we used to do shows together. And he is in, uh, in he's tied for the lead with Chuck Edel. Uh, so if you want to keep an eye on that contest, I uh, have a big article there in today's newsletter, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. And then also get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market that's constantly moving, changing, and evolving. We need to be the first to know, not the last. Because, again, it's not about just what side you like. It's 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 getting the right number and, then, and the timing of your bet. Uh, and that's where Twitter can help us with breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, uh, creating a gambling community through direct messaging. All important stuff here if you're a better here. So make sure you're on Twitter. Follow at Live. The Mothership, you can follow me at Josh underscore Insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vcin.com. Questions, comments, suggestions, whatever I can do to help you along your sports betting journey, you let me know. So, 7-2 and two, plus 3.11 units. Let's stay hot as we get into the weekend here, guys. Let's start breaking on our plays for today. So, let's start with college football. Now, I'll mention this one real quick, Duke-Boston College. Uh, I was looking at maybe a further move toward Duke, and it did happen. I mentioned in the Morning Bets pod this morning that it opened like Duke laying 9.5. When I did the pod, it was at 10 or 10.5. Now it's 11.5, so continued steam toward Duke. I didn't play it, but if you did get it closer to the key number of 10, you're feeling good if you played Duke here. Now, where am I going for tonight's slate? First one, I'm going to the most heavily bet game of the night, Oregon State and Washington. Now, what I've noticed about this one, uh, I was intrigued a little bit by Oregon State plus 4.5 because Washington opened like minus four, got up to four and a half. There's some juice, like it may get back down to four and a half, or sorry, uh, back down to four. But what I don't like about this one is actually Washington would be a uh, unranked home favorite versus ranked opponent. So it almost feels like, you know, how do you not take Oregon State here? They're they're ranked, I think, what, 23rd. Washington's unranked. Uh, take that, that dog here. They're not a trendy dog. I did notice 60% on Washington. But I just don't love the fact that Oregon State is the ranked dog like that's typically a trendy dog that I like to bet against so no play for me I still think Oregon State I'd lean there I'm just scared off by the fact that they're ranked and Washington is not and it just seems too easy um, but I do think this may get down to four so if you do like Oregon State at least the four and a half is probably your best number but what I'm gonna do guys I'm gonna go under here give me the under 54 this is a big uh, data-driven play and big system play uh, with a, a weather-based uh, system match so this total open up as high as like 60 and it has been getting absolutely hammered to the under. Now, if it opens 60 and you're down to 54, I get it if you want to lay off. I mean, that's moved a ton here. But one thing that I've noticed is that even though it keeps falling, Sharps keep hitting it. So maybe there's still value here to the under. Maybe we just get a really low-scoring game here. Again, you don't want to play it. I get it because uh, it's moved so much. But I took a shot on the under 54. I think it may even get down to 53.5. It's kind of moving in that direction. Uh, but why do I like the under? It's 50-50 down the middle. Public doesn't know what to do in terms of the total. 50% bets under, but 70% of the money is on the under. So that's a big low bets, higher dollar. Again, tickets even, but the bigger wagers are under here. And as I mentioned, it's a weather-based play. If the weather was good, I, I probably wouldn't play this. But if you look at Washington tonight, uh, it is going to be about 50, uh, 50 degrees, 55 degrees, but 15-mile-an-hour winds and maybe some rain. So the weather uh, could be an issue here. 
Uh, and that's a reason why I do lean under, or actually I'm on the under, obviously. Um, but if you look at the weather-based underplays, when it, when the wind blows 10 miles an hour or more, the under is about 55% the last decade. So we have continued sharp action with no buyback. That's the other thing I like. It's not like this got down to you know 54, and now it's back up to 55 because the pros said, hey, now, now it's a bettable number. It's continued to go down, down, down. Uh, so And it's also fishy, too, because Oregon State is 5-3 and three to the over. Washington is 6-1-1 one one to the over. So if both these teams are over teams, then why the heck is this line falling, falling, falling? That's just a fishy underplay for me. So, again, if this lands 55, 56, 57, I'm going to kick myself and say I should have laid off because it moved so much. But the fact it keeps getting hit, I'm taking a shot here on a primetime underplay, data-driven underplay. Give me Oregon State under 54. My other bet tonight, uh, probably the grossest football game you're going to see all year, Massachusetts and UConn. And again, I, I live in New England. I've been a New Englander my whole life. I was uh, born in the uh, Western Mass, the Berkshires. I went to the University of Vermont. I moved to Boston when I was 21. I've been here ever since. But I can tell you, college football is not a thing here. So UConn, UMass, no one really cares. We're a pro sports uh, you know, kind of city and, and region here. But I would say this is an opportunity to play the under. Give me the UMass, UConn under 40. Now, 40 seems pretty low, doesn't it? How can you take an under 40? Uh, you know, again, some teams hit this at halftime to the over. But I think it's an opportunity to take an under with two really bad teams. So first off, the total opened 41. Now it's down to 40. So it tells me some respective money came in here on that under. There's a really good bet split to the under. Only 47% bets are on the under, but 75% of the money. That is a huge low bets, higher dollar, contrarian, big money discrepancy toward the under. Uh, two bad offenses, you know, UMass is averaging 12 points a game. UConn's averaging 18 points a game. Then also, they're really slow in terms of their, their deliberate, you know, running the ball. Uh, they aver average like 30 seconds of play, which is one of the slowest in all of college football. And they both run the ball quite a bit. You know, they only, they're only passing for like 100 yards a game. They really run the ball a ton. So when you run the ball, you chew up the clock. So two bad teams, two bad offenses. We have a sharp discrepancy to the under. Uh, and we have two teams that, uh, again, run it a lot. Uh, and hopefully that will keep the clock running here uh, the entire game. So I'm going under, under 40. Can we get a you know 17 to three UConn win? They're favored by 15 and a half. Uh, line did go to them like minus 14 and a half to minus 15 and a half. But I'm taking two unders, guys. Give me Oregon State under 54, and give me UMass and UConn the big big one here. This is like Alabama Georgia uh, up north. Just kidding, not at all. I don't even think anyone knows this game is being played tonight. But give me that under 40 uh, with UMass and UConn. Uh, now, as we tra transition over to our other sports for tonight, guys, NHL, I would mention I do have a bet on an afternoon hockey game. Hopefully you listen to the uh, Morning Bets podcast, and you'll know where I'm at for that one. But the pods, uh, that game's kicking off in like 20 minutes, and um, it is actually in Finland, so the pod's not going to come out in time. So, again, if you listen to Market Insights, you know what I'm sweating on that one. But I am going to take a shot on Carolina tonight. Carolina came up huge for us last night. Um, I am a little bit wary because this is actually – um, a back-to-back -back for Carolina, whereas the Buffalo Sabres do have a day off of rest. They played on the second, whereas Carolina played last night the third. Uh, prior to that, they both played the 31st, the 29th, so you're pretty much even here. Uh, but Buffalo did play at home on the second, and then they had to travel to Carolina. Carolina played last night in uh, Tampa Bay and back to Carolina. So what I'm getting at is Carolina doesn't didn't have a very big travel uh, from last night to today, where Buffalo had more of a travel situation so maybe i'm maybe i'm just looking for reasons to not be as afraid of betting on a team on the second leg of a back-to-back -back. but i would mention you want the favorite against the team on a back-to-back -back. 
Uh, this would be Buffalo, if you like Buffalo, a dog against a team on a back-to-back. That's not really the angle here. The angle has been favored off a of back-to-back, so it kind of mitigates this a little bit here. But I'm going Carolina. Despite a back-to-back, uh, Sharps seem to like Carolina. They opened around minus 190, even bet up to minus 200. Uh, so lines going in their favor despite that back-to-back. Um, also, you look at their backup goalie, it's going to be Antti Ranta. He's a good backup goalie, 2-0-1 this year, 2.33. Goals against average. Carolina's 6-1 as a favorite. They're 2-1 at home. And I've also um, got a lot of system matches here on Carolina. So uh, home favorites, minus 200 or more, off a win. 13-5, 72% this year. Um, let's see what else we have. Favorite off a win, 61%. Uh, what else we got? Uh, sweet spot big fave, 200-250, to 64% this year. So all matching with Carolina. And I know Buffalo, they've been off to a really good start. Uh, but I was reading Andy McNeil's article, and he was saying like they're playing some pretty bad opponents. Uh, so hopefully they get a you know step up in weight class here, and maybe they get taken to the woodshed. Hopefully by this Carolina Hurricanes team that I actually kind of love sweating. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie to you. And also mention real quick my Boston Bruins. Like they're ten and one, they never lose, but the market keeps betting against them. I should probably bet on them just out of pure like you know eye test and momentum. I can't do it though. Everyone keeps you know messaging me like, why aren't you betting the Bruins every night? I'm t- and I'm not because like that line went to uh, New York like minus one twenty to minus one thirty. So. Uh, my bees, they're looking damn good, and they still haven't even gotten Charlie McAvoy back. So hashtag we want the cup. But I wanted to just mention that because people are like, why aren't you betting your Bruins? And it's like I got to stay true to the model, and they just—they're not a system match here recently, but they just keep winning, so it's unbelievable. But anyway, only bet for me, give me Carolina on the money line minus two hundred. Uh, to finish up the first half of the pod here, guys, let's just talk some NBA, and then we'll come back with biting along with college football and NFL for this weekend. But a couple bets in the NBA that caught my eye. Again, I'm going to stick to this uh, this over uh, system match or trend that we've been looking at. So first one on the board for me, Knicks, 76ers. Give me the over 219 or 219 and a half on this one. Uh, this is kind of a classic over. Um, it opened 218. It's up to 219 or 219 and a half. We've seen a bunch of money hit this over. Um, you look at New York, they're ninth in pace. Offensively, Philadelphia is number four. They're number 21 defensively. So we have fast-paced New York. We have Philly good offense and bad defense. Also, excuse me, at 219.5, this would be a a sweet spot over when the total is less than 220. Take the over 16-7 and this year, 70%. Then also, the way these teams have trended, Philly 4-1 to the over their last five. Knicks 4-2 to the over their last six. So this is kind of a classic smart money hitting the over. We got some good analytics from Hollinger. Uh, We do have some good trends here as well as betting systems. So I'm going to play the Knicks 76ers over. If you can get a 219, that's great. Uh, But I do see it going up to 219 and a half. So uh, at least let's get 220 or more on that one. Then the other one that caught my eye, Toronto and Dallas. Uh, Give me the over in this one, guys. If you can find the 216 and a half, that's the bet. Uh, But you may be creeping up to 217, which is kind of a good sign. Uh, Money uh, is coming to the over, but it's also, you know, obviously you want that. 216 and a half. But anyway, uh, did anyone notice Toronto the other day? Uh, this box score blew me away. The last game they won against San Antonio, 143 to 100. Game before that, they won uh, 139 to 109. So I don't know what's gotten into the Toronto uh, Raptors here, but they are just putting up points like they're going out of style. Uh, so I like the over in this one, not just because of that. Uh, it opened around 216 and a half, 217. It really hasn't moved that much. I did see some books, 216 and a half. Uh, down or sorry, 217 down to 216 half. Now it's creeping back up. Uh, but a lot of system matches here. Uh, sweet spot uh, less than 220. Take the over 70%. Non-conference overs. 
Uh, lack of familiarity benefits the offense. That is 70% this year, 16 and 7. Uh, and then you also have a couple other angles here. Toronto is number six offensively, offensive efficiency. Dallas is number two. And then also Dallas, 5-1 to the over their last six. Toronto, 4-2 to the over their last six. So both teams have trended over. We have really good offenses here. It's a sweet spot over, uh, less than 220. So give me the over here, guys. I got Toronto over 216.5. Again, it might be at 217 now, but shop around. Have those multiple outs. Uh, so give me the Toronto over 216.5, ideally, or 217. And give me the Philly over, ideally 219, if not 219.5. Let's see if we can get can – we, can we get both of those? Can we get at least one? Uh, but those are the two over sweats for tonight. Uh, but there you have it, guys. We just talked about, what, one, two, three, four, five games for tonight. But we're not even halfway done. I guess we're technically halfway done because this is the intermission here. Uh, but when we get back, biting in the arena. I got four bets for you for UFC for tomorrow, including one contrarian favorite that is only getting 14% of bets. I cannot wait to sweat this guy. Uh, as well as a play uh, on a guy that I can't even pronounce his name, but he's sharp as attack. So get ready for four UFC bets three in college football, and four in the NFL. Another big weekend here uh, when we return on episode 695 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena and stack units with. Oh, yeah, that's what we're doing. Your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 and older. It's time to let California fans and sports bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online, while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of the country. So make sure if you live in California that you're registered to vote in this fall's midterm elections, which are coming up this Tuesday, November 8th, and make sure you vote yes on Prop 27 and bring your friends, bring your family, bring your coworkers, get them all to vote yes on Prop 27. Let's legalize betting. Hashtag let us bet in the biggest state in America. All right, everyone, we are back at it after staying hot last night. Seven and two plus 3.11 units. You love to see it. We're sharp as Al Michaels. Let's go. Uh, So we did start the pod here. Talking a couple college football unders, a couple overs in the NBA. I'll be sweating Carolina in the NHL. Uh, before we get to our UFC bets, biting, as well as college football and NFL, just one little plea here. Because uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, we are getting closer and closer to the midterm elections. So I'm not going to get into politics. I'm not going to talk Democrat, Republican. That's the easiest way to uh, make everyone hate each other uh, and make everyone turn off the pod. So I'm not even going to get into that. But I am going to tell you one thing. If you live in California, this is almost your last call. Uh, to vote yes on Prop 27. So you might have heard the promo there during the break. Uh, But on Tuesday, it's the midterm elections, and California has the opportunity to legalize betting. And let me just tell you, California, the biggest state in America, like 40 million people, if they're able to legalize betting, that is a huge watershed moment for the entire country. So here's what I'm going to ask you guys to do. We're running hot in, uh, in, uh, in, in our bets here. So if you can do me a favor, if you know, at number one, if you live in California yourself, uh, get everyone you know, Make sure they're registered to vote. Grab them and drag them to the polls. I don't care who you vote for, red, blue. You hate politics altogether. Make sure you show up and vote yes on Prop 27. There's two props, Prop 26 and 27. 26 is just, I believe, the Native American tribes, uh, you know, brick and mortar. 27 is the one that we want because that's online betting. So no matter where you are in California, you can place a bet. We all know online betting, if you look at a lot of the data, like 90% of the handle in every legal state is from mobile because it's the most you know, a popular and convenient way to bet. Uh, so if you live in Cali, go in, go early vote. You don't have to wait till Tuesday. Uh, actually, me and my fiance are going to go early vote uh, at our local precinct in Massachusetts this afternoon. So vote early. You don't even have to wait till Tuesday. But bring yourself, bring a friend, bring five friends. Get all your buddies who hate politics and don't vote and say, my vote doesn't matter. Well, yes, it does if you want to legalize betting. And also, if it doesn't pass, you can't complain that, that you didn't do your part. You did your part. That's all you can do. It's almost like getting closing line value. You did your part. It's up to uh, it's up to the rest of the country or the team to come through for you. But anyway, if you don't live in Cali, but you know a friend, a relative, a coworker, an old acquaintance, 
hit them up. Tell them, hey, please go vote yes, Prop 27. So, again, pretty soon we're going to have an answer to this question whether or not it gets legalized. Hopefully it does, and I'm rooting for all you. And I'm, I'm depending on you to legalize betting in California. So make sure you vote yes on Prop 27 and go vote early. Get it out of the way. Do it Do it. You know, at your, at your own rate here. That's one thing that I would recommend as well. But anyway, there we go. Back to our sweats here. Let's go to UFC. I have four bets biting in the arena in UFC. I believe we're eight and one our last nine. So let's see if we can keep it rolling in this one. But first one for me, uh, I'm going to go with Marina Rodriguez. She is the, uh, I believe, the main event here against Amanda Lemos. Give me Marina Rodriguez. Uh, Marina Rodriguez opened at around minus 190. She's been bet up to around minus 220, minus 225. Uh, I got her at minus 220. But this is a really good bet split toward Marina Rodriguez. She's only getting 50% of bets, but 74% of the money. So tickets are split down the middle. Don't know what to do. But the bigger wagers, the bigger money wagers are going Marina Rodriguez. So a pretty good bet split around plus 25%. Uh, they're both 35 years old, just like me. I'm 35 too. They both have a 65-inch reach. I don't know what my reach is. I never measured it. Uh, but you do have a height advantage with Rodriguez. 5'5 five five versus 5'3. Five but we have a uh, a line move toward Rodriguez. We have a really good bet split. And we got a bit of a height advantage. I'm going Rodriguez, guys. Give me Marina Rodriguez. I got her at minus 220. Again, she's around minus 225 now. Uh, next bet for me. Give me Neil Magny. Neil Magny. He is fighting Daniel Rodriguez. So I like Neil Magny. Uh, not a huge line move here. He opened like minus 115. He's up to around uh, minus 120. Um, they're both 35 years old. He's got some advantages though. Six foot two versus six foot one. 80 inch reach versus 74 inch reach. That's a huge reach advantage. Six inches there. But again, another good data driven sharp contrarian play. Neil Magny is only getting 40% of bets, but 60% of the money. Again, that's a contrarian favorite. So this would be kind of a fade the trendy dog. Plus a big plus 20%. Low bets, higher dollars, bet discrepancy. So give me Neil Magny. I got Neil Magny at minus 118. Uh, I told you I couldn't pronounce this guy's name, but hopefully he comes through for us. Tagir Ulanbekov. Ulanbekov. U-L-A-N-B-E-K-O-V. Tagir. Let's go, our boy Tagir. Tagir opened as low as like, I saw like a minus 175, minus 180. He's all the way up to minus 215, minus 220. So a big line move toward Tagir Ulanbekov. That's where I'm going in this one. He's only getting 45% of bets, but 71% of the money. Again, a really good low bets, higher dollar bet split in his favor. So I'm going with this sharp move. I like the uh, the betting percentages. There's another contrarian favorite with a line move. If majority bets are on his opponent, Nathan Manis, then why is this line going toward Ulanbekov and not Manis? So it tells me a sharp play here toward Tagir Ulanbekov. I got Ulanbekov at minus 225. Uh, and then the last one for me, for biting in the arena, this one gets me going because it is maybe the most lopsided bet I've ever seen since Mayweather-McGregor. Uh, we all know how that one turned out. Uh, but give me um, Grant Dawson. Grant Dawson. Grant Dawson opened as low as, I want to say, minus 200, something like that, minus 220. He's pretty much still around minus 220, so hasn't moved a ton here. I actually got him at minus 215. Uh so it's not a huge line move play toward Grant Dawson, but talk about a contrarian favorite like you read about, a fade the trendy dog. Uh, Grant Dawson is only getting 14% of bets. This is unbelievable. Mark Madsen, not the Mark Madsen, the stiff, uh, the big tall white guy on those Lakers teams back in the day. Remember when they won the the, uh, the title and he did that terrible dance uh, at, the, at the rally? Not that Mark Madsen, uh, but uh, Grant Dawson um, in this spot, 
he's only getting 14%. So 86% of bets are on Madsen, yet the signs pretty much stayed almost kind of like a sharp line freeze on Grant Dawson. So you're giving me a favorite getting 14%. You know, a fade the trendy dog guy like me, that's about as good as it gets. So give me Grant Dawson. Shop around. I got Dawson at minus 225. The other thing I like, big youth advantage. Grant Dawson is 28 years old. Mark Madsen is 38 years old. So he's that's a 10-year uh, youth advantage for, for, Matt, for uh, Dawson here. Fade fighters 35 or older. Fade fighters that are five years older or more than their opponents. So pretty good angle there in favor of Dawson. Uh, also, um, besides the youth advantage, they're both around 5'8", both 72-inch reach. So the reach and the the, the, um, the, uh, the height are pretty much the same. But unbelievable there. 14% bets on a contrarian favorite. Give me that all day. So I'm on Dawson at minus 215. So my four bets in the UFC, dare I say, can we get all of them? Marina Rodriguez, minus 220-ish. Minus 118, Neil Magny. Ulan Bekoff, minus 225. And minus 215, Grant Dawson. Let's go. Uh, real quick for our college football games for this weekend, just a couple that I wanted to mention here. Uh, number one, guys, I got to go. I got to do it. I just have to. Give me Georgia. Uh, Georgia at home against Tennessee. We talked about fading the trendy dog. This is a fade the trendy dog like you read about. Everybody and their mother, and I mean everybody, is on Tennessee. I get it. They've been great here. I'm getting a little bit worried about my C.J. Stroud Heisman uh, bet here because Hennon Hooker has been pretty damn good, and I believe he now is in the lead. Uh, like like even money plus 100, something like that. But both teams are undefeated. Um, but yet, the public is so heavy on Tennessee, it's unbelievable. They're getting like 85% of bets across the market. And I will admit, the line dipped a little bit. I think it opened, I want to say, minus 9. It got down to minus 8. So it was like, okay, some money Tennessee. But now it's creeping back up. Minus 8's your number, guys. If you like Georgia, minus 8. It's now creeping up to uh, minus 8.5. So good late movement there. But this is an ultimate fade the trendy dog, uh, only getting uh, actually 17% of bets, so 83% of bets are on Tennessee. It's also kind of fishy. Like, you know, if Tennessee is number one in the country and Georgia's number three, then why is the third-ranked team uh, favored by such a big number there? It just seems too good to be true if you're on Tennessee. And anything that looks too good to be true, it typically is. So maybe Tennessee wins outright. Maybe they cover this number. But as a data-driven better, you're giving me the most heavily bet game. And I would also say – one of the most, you know, publicized game I've seen in a long time. I think I feel like every channel is like hyping this game up, and everybody's taking the dog. So you guys know we like the hazmat dogs. We like the tennis, uh, the uh, the Texans there last night. We like Coastal Carolina. The unpopular dogs are the ones that have value. The trendy dogs that everybody loves, they lose their value, and I want to bet against them. So give me Georgia. I'm on Georgia guys at minus eight. Let's go Georgia. I do have a system here too. Two ranked teams just take the favorite. It's 55 percent against the spread uh, the last decade. So give me Georgia, minus eight. Maybe it's minus eight and a half now, depending on what book you're at. Uh, next bet for me, I'm going to go um, Kansas. I'm going to go Kansas on the money line. Uh, pretty sharp bet here. Uh, it's now pretty much a pick and play, but I do see some shops flip into Kansas minus one. That's really important because this would be an unranked home favorite, first-ranked opponent. Kansas actually opened plus three at home against Oklahoma State. Now it's down to a pick em. This is kind of a late-evolving play for me. I had my eye on this one, but it's really gotten sharp over the last couple days here, or last 24 hours or so. Uh, but Oklahoma State is ranked 18th in the country. Kansas is unranked, uh, although Kansas is off a bye, which means they're rested, ready to go. Uh, but they have lost three straight going into that bye. So why is Oklahoma State, who's getting a big majority of bets, 70% across the market, why is this line moving to Kansas, who's only getting 30%, when Oklahoma State is the ranked team and Kansas is unranked? This is another fishy line move. Give me Kansas here on the money line. 
Uh, again, 30% bets, but 54% of the money. Really good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Uh, so I'm going Kansas, guys. Unranked home favorite, ranked opponent. Really sharp reverse line move. Public all over Cowboys. Yet line going to the Jayhawks. Uh, and I even see some books pick them or minus one now to Kansas. So give me Kansas. Shop around on the money line. Uh, Kansas, like minus 105, minus 110, something like that. But give me Kansas. I really like that sharp move. And then last one, if you like Kansas, you probably like this one too. Give me Mizzou. Give me Missouri, guys. Uh, Kentucky's at Missouri. Uh, Kentucky actually opened as a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. It's down to a pick em. You know, even I see one shop minus one Missouri. I see some shops minus one Kentucky too. But either way, we're going toward a pick em, despite everyone betting Kentucky. Kentucky is getting uh, across the board 84% of bets. Missouri's only getting 16%. Yet why is this line becoming a pick em if everyone's betting Wildcats? So it tells me Mizzou is a pretty sharp bet here. Again, getting two and a half now to getting one or a pick em. Sharp move toward Mizzou. Let's go Missouri. I uh, I got Missouri at a, I did get a plus one there, but I would money line them if, if you're at a pick em type play. But let's go Mizzou. So Missouri on the money line, Kansas on the money line, and UGA, the ultimate fade the trendy dog, minus eight or minus eight and a half. Now toward our another big weekend here in the NFL. What are we at? Week nine now at this point. The weeks are flying by here. A uh, couple games. I didn't bet this one, but I would. I was leaning Indy Colts all week. Well, the line just shot up to the Patriots. Patriots got down to minus five. It's up to five and a half. Looks like I make it to six here. So, again, this is now kind of a no bet for me, um, again, because it's kind of going the other way here. But I just wanted to mention that. But what I do have action on, uh, give me the Washington Commanders. I got the Commanders at plus three and a half. I like seeing this line uh, come back down to three. This was Minnesota opening three. They got up to three and a half. Uh, but paying attention to the juice over the last couple days, it's all been Washington plus three and a half at minus 115, minus 120. Now you're down to three. So you could wait it out. Let's see if the, it naturally gets back up uh, to three and a half because I want the hook on Washington. To me, that's the key here. You lose by three, you cover this number. Uh, but also, look at Taylor Heineke, eight and two against the spread, his last 10 starts. Kirk Cousins, just 13 and 22 against the spread off a win when he's with, been with the Vikings here. That's only 39%. Or 37%. So uh, I like this angle here just in general toward Washington. Uh, dog who missed the playoffs last year, 60%. Uh, dogs in general, 58% this year. But it's really the public Minnesota. Yet this line going toward Washington, 3.5 down to 3. That's important. It's always those moves around hooks and key numbers that really get me excited here. Uh, so Washington, only 24% bets, but 61% of the money. Again, shop around. Try to find the 3.5. Maybe it goes back there anyway. Uh, but if you're at a book that is like plus three, uh, even money plus 100, Washington, I wouldn't even be that upset about buying the half point to get it plus three and a half at minus 120. Again, hooks are important. And all the smart money, Washington was at the three and a half. Uh, next bet for me, Detroit Lions. I'm going to go I'm gonna go, Mr. Kneecaps, Dan Campbell here. Uh, Green Bay opened on the road a three and a half point road favorite. They got down to three at one point. Uh, the line really never got to four. It's back up to three and a half. But public still won't quit Green Bay. Uh, again, Aaron Rodgers, even though this isn't really the, the Packers that we're used to, they're still leaning Aaron Rodgers, 60% of bets. But we've pretty much had a line freeze here toward Detroit. So I grabbed Detroit plus 3.5. This is the, the sweet spot, guys. Dogs 3.5 or more. 48 and 26 against the spread, 65%. Divisional dogs, 58% ATS. Dan Campbell as a dog, 58% ATS. So give me Detroit plus 3.5. Let's see if we can cover this number inside the division. I will be honest with you, I'm getting a little bit worried about this one, but I'm going to stick with the dance with the one who brung me with the L.A. Chargers. So it does look like Atlanta's taking in some smart money. This open minus three Chargers got really juiced up like it would go to three and a half. 
It's now staying at three, and it's actually juiced up toward Atlanta. So I wouldn't be surprised if this gets down to two and a half. But I already made my bet. I'm not going to change it now. The reason why I'm going to stick with it, and I still have some faith, is that I have a really good system match on the Chargers. Favorites off a bye. They're 57% against the spread the last decade. Road favorites off a bye, where the public puts more value to the home team. It's kind of another way to go contrarian. Road favorites off a bye. Uh, they are 65% against the spread uh, the last decade. So, again, fully admit some Atlanta money's coming in here, but I'm going to stick with my uh, L.A. Chargers bet on the money line. I'm not laying the points as a money line bet for me. I got a bad minus 165. Now it's uh, minus 155-ish. Uh, but I am going to stick with that system play. Favorite off a buy, road favorite off a buy. Let's go Chargers. Uh, last one for me, Seattle. I'm loving this Seattle play. I love the fact that I see it getting down to one and a half. So let's go Seattle. Uh, but I got Seattle at plus two. And I was like, okay, I'm not getting the best of it, but maybe this thing moves further. Um, I don't know what it is with these severe moves with Seattle, but they tend to get hit as soon as they drop early in the week. And they've kind of continued to go to Seattle. It's been a few few weeks in a row here. Uh, but I jumped on Seattle plus two. They opened getting three and a half, three, down to two. Now it's down to one and a half at some shops. Uh, you're never going to get that key number again. But Pete Carroll has a dog, 62% against the spread. Divisional dogs, 58% ATS. Uh, what else do we have here? Um, da, 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 da. Oh, Kyler Murray as a favorite, 9 and 14 against the spread, 39%. So give me Seattle here, guys. Severe line move, moves a uh, full point and a half or two points off the opener. 69% ATS this year, 11 and 5. So let's go Seattle. So bets for this weekend Detroit plus 3.5, Chargers money line, Seattle plus 2, and Washington plus 3.5. Can we get three out of those four? That is the goal. And then, of course, guys, we'll be back at it on Monday, but I am holding in pocket and hope you are too. New Orleans Saints plus three. Hazmat play. I love the fact that everyone and their mother's on Baltimore, but this line is falling. Remember, it opened Baltimore minus three and a half. Now you're down to two and a half. I even see one shop at, at one and a half. So, again, uh, no reason to bet if you, if you missed it. New Orleans right now, maybe it creeps back up. Maybe it's a tease play at this point. Uh, but it just goes to show you we're reading the market and we're beating some closing lines. So if you're holding a three with New Orleans like me, you're feeling pretty good right now. Uh, but that about does it for a jam-packed Fade the Public Friday uh, Market Insights podcast number 695 in tribute to our guy Al Michaels. Uh, seriously, I want to know Al Michaels' bankroll because he, he knows every spread on every game. Uh, but anyway, guys, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if it's helped you cash some bets, and I got to admit, this has been a heater here the last month or so. It's been pretty good. So uh, if you got a couple extra bones in your pocket, do me a favor. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy of my book, my baby, The Sharp Contrarian Bible, uh, and get it for yourself to support the team or get it for a buddy of yours or someone in California. Write a little note in the in the, uh, in the the cover there. Just, just be like, hey, read up on this and make sure you vote yes on Prop 27. Uh, but anyway, it's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan. So it's all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting and seriously, guys, if you want to make my day, let me know you appreciate the, the heater that we're on. Uh, and, again, it's not always going to be this hot, but we're going to keep this going as long as we can. Uh, but it would really mean a lot to me if you wanted to pick one up. And if you already have bought one, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, before you know it, I'll be sweating games with J-Lo and Ben Affleck at the Encore in Boston in early January legally. Uh, we're out in New York with my guy, Bernie. Uh, Bernie, if you're out there, appreciate the support, my man. Hope you're doing well. But New York is uh, number one sports betting market in the country. But hopefully, if you guys do your part in Cali, it'll be number two. 
Uh, we're out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point or at Circa, which is the uh, the uh, it was a great article in the New Yorker there talking about Circa as the Disney World of sports betting, which I totally believe that it is, and I've been there and I can attest to it. But whether you got your feet in the pool, sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew, or you are uh, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, uh, or maybe you're at the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook, my two other favorite books, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to flash me a Houston plus 14 sharp contrarian line freeze play. You're going to show me a Coastal Carolina plus three. You're going to show me a Vancouver Canucks, Dallas Stars, Winnipeg Jets, VGK, and Carolina ticket, guys. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. So wish you the best of luck. It's been a good week, guys. Let's keep it going here. Again, it's always a challenge sports betting. When you're down, it's a challenge to wake up, stay positive, and get back in the green. When you're up, which is what we're dealing with right now, which is great, it's a challenge to stay hot every single day. So uh, always have that perspective and always keep grinding, whether you're up or down. That's really, to me, why sports betting is challenging, but also why it's uh, you know, really meaningful and, and, and really makes you happy and excited when you win because it ain't easy. It feels easy now, but let me tell you, it, it is not easy. So never get too high, never get too low, but let's see if we can keep grinding, guys. Enjoy the sweats today for Friday night and enjoy the sweats this weekend. Again, I'll be on the DraftKings show uh, 11 a.m. to 12 on Sunday if you want to tune in to stand, uh, keep by, or stand by for a tweet from the DraftKings account. But I wish you the best of luck. My parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we're playing a long game, and over the long haul, smart money does win a majority of the time between 55 and 60%. So if we can find that sweet spot against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term, guys. So hope you have a great weekend. The weather's pretty nice. Uh, Go early vote especially if you're in a state that has legal sports betting on the ballot. And uh, and I hope you guys can cash your bets because as the godfather of Eason likes to say, that's what it's all about. Have a great weekend, everyone. Good luck. And do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Take care, everybody. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From the godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.